Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, March 28th, 2023, and this is day 1833 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you and only you. There is none like you. Thank you for being our Abba Father. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your breath of life to go forth and do all that you've given us to do for this day. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is staying balanced. Yes, we can get off balanced so easily if we're not aware that, you know, we're not following the way the Lord is leading us to go. And it's easy to get off track. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to do that and use examples from Paul's teaching here in Acts chapter 18, verses 1 through 17. Acts 18, verses 1 through 17. And it says, After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had ordered all Jews to leave Rome. Paul went to see them, and because he was a tent maker as they were, he stayed and worked with them. So you notice Paul, even in ministry, had his own business. Okay, let me call it a side hustle. <laughs> we all need something, right, to do that we know we can do. We even, we're even teaching this. He's an entrepreneur. He, His family, were, they were tent makers, and um, they had very special skills. Now, in my commentary, it says, each Jewish boy learned a trade and tried to earn his living with it. Paul and Aquila had been trained in tent making. Uh, it says, cutting and sewing the woven cloth of goat's hair into tents. Tents were used to house house soldiers. So these tents may have been sewed to the Roman army. As a tent maker, Paul was able to go wherever God led him, carrying his livelihood with him. The word tent maker in Greek was also used to describe a leather worker. Isn't that something? So, you know, he didn't have to count on anyone to supply for him. He was he was ready. And and I am as an entrepreneur, I understand that and that many of you do also. So they did that and they had that in common. So it says in verse four. So let me go ahead and, and it says, and because he was a tent maker as they were, he stayed and worked with them. Now verse four, every Sabbath, He reasoned in the synagogue, trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. So he was able to sustain himself through tent making. And then every Sabbath, he was there teaching the word of God. When Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia, 
Paul devoted himself exclusively to preaching, testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. But when they opposed Paul and and became abusive, he shook out his clothes in protest and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. That is a major shift that took place. I mean, they became abusive towards him to the point of where he said, I'm done. Shook the dust off his feet and moved on. And he said, I'm going to focus on the Gentiles. Then Paul left. Now, so the Gentiles, that means anyone that's not a Jew. All right. So keeping that there was Gentiles and there were Jews. Then Paul left the synagogue and went next door to the house of Titius, Justice, a worshiper of God. Crispus, the synagogue leader, and his entire household believed in the Lord. And many of the Corinthians who heard Paul believed and were baptized. One night, the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one is going to attack and harm you, because I have many people in this city. He heard directly from the Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year and a half, teaching them the word of God. While Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews of Corinth made a united attack on Paul and brought him to the place of judgment. This man, they charge, is persuading the people to worship God in ways contrary to the law. Just as Paul was about to speak, Gallio said to them, If you Jews were making a complaint about some misdemeanor or serious crime, it would be reasonable for me to listen to you. But since it involves questions about words and names and your own law, settle the matter yourselves. I will not be a judge of such things. So he drove them off. Then the crowd there turned on Sophonius, the synagogue leader, and beat him in front of the proconsul. And Gallio showed no concern whatsoever. Did you notice when Paul was about to speak for himself, Gallio spoke? Paul didn't have to say a thing. And as Jesus had just told him, he would protect him. No harm would come on him, against him. Even though they intended to, they were not able to harm him. So let's go to our points. Point number one. I don't know about you, but over the last few years, I've noticed a great attack against keeping myself balanced mentally, physically, and spiritually. Have you ever got so busy doing certain things that your spiritual walk with the Lord may have gotten off balanced or so spiritually minded that it's hard to face or do the day-to-day things necessary for you to live a healthy life? Or or even your mental capacity gets overloaded to the point that you just want to curl up in a corner until it's all over. This is an attack from our enemy, Satan. We must allow the Lord to direct every aspect of our being. That's what Paul had to do. And that was over 2,000 years ago. Teaching us now, we're learning exactly how to stay balanced from Paul and and what he went through back then. 
So point number two, let's take a look at how he stayed balanced in his life's journey. Number one, he met a couple, Aquila and Priscilla, and connected with them. Many times we will connect, uh, many times we will connect, or I'm sorry, we will encounter people because God ordained it for our own good. So let's not take for granted who God may um, put in our path. You know, uh, I met a lady just last week while presenting uh, at the um, oh um, health center, um, and I was able to um, uh, share with the board there about what we do uh, with T-Zone or at T-Zone. And uh, she uh, was one of the board members. And after it was over, we had a long conversation. And she was sharing some things with me. And it was extremely powerful. I don't want to go into any details because it's personal. But it was very, it was very powerful. And, and I got a lot from her. And she got a lot from me. And she, she called me uh, yesterday. And her grandsons are going to be a part of T-Zone. And uh, it was just really a blessing. And I believe, and I really feel in my heart that that's not the only time we're going to connect. <laughs> it was the health department. That's what it was, health department. And I'm just so grateful to God for that connection. Many connections that he's, uh, that I've encountered over the last couple of weeks. One was a meeting <clears throat> uh, I was at with the United Way. Uh, they asked me to come because of grants. You know, I will be potentially getting a grant through from them and it's a partnership with them and the Kaufman Foundation. And while being there, they had a lady there from the Kansas City Star who's going to who's going to come and interview us at T-Zone uh, this Saturday. But while talking to her, she got an understanding of, what, of the services that we offered and she asked if she can volunteer and help and and teach our youth writing skills. And I was just knocked off my feet. <laughs> I was like, absolutely. So you just never know what God is going to do in these encounters that we have. Don't take them lightly. Second, they love the Lord and they also work together in the field of tent making. So they were able to be companions and, you know, work together, preach together. We need that balance. Third, every Sabbath, Paul preached to Jews and Greeks. So he knew what he needed to do. So he wasn't making tents on the Sabbath. <laughs> we need to make sure we have that balance. You know, on the day that we go to church, we go on Sundays. And, you know, I make sure that during that time, I'm not doing my business. I'm not, you know, um, doing other things that, that I may choose to do until after church because I want to spend that time learning and uh from the Lord and our pastor is on fire and for the Lord and 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 the Holy Spirit uses her mightily and every time we go we get you know something new so it's 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 a great thing to be able to have a balance in those areas then fourth when his uh his mentees he was a mentor to Silas and Timothy when they arrived Paul devoted himself exclusively to preaching to the Jews. So, you know, when they were there, now he was freed up to do even more because they were there to help him. And then number five, when the Jews opposed Paul, 
He shook the dust off his feet and moved on. He went to the Gentiles to preach. And we need to know when we need to stay somewhere or and continue doing what God is saying or shake the dust off our feet and move on as God is telling us to do. And then number six, he visited Titus Justius and uh, led the them, his whole family, to Jesus Christ. You know, in between preaching, tent making, mentoring, he went to someone's home and led them to Christ. Isn't that powerful? You know, I remember uh, a few a year or two ago when uh, my mom and my aunt uh, encountered a, a child in the middle of the street, a little girl, a little kid, and on a busy street, and they pulled over, stopped, grabbed the child, and uh, found out where she lived and ran her over to where she lived. It was just like an amazing story and a miracle from God because this child was like maybe two or three in the middle of a very busy street and they stopped and stopped traffic and got out. And you got to know my mom at that time was at least 80, my aunt in her seventies. And they did this and they ran that child. Uh, and the little girl was extremely smart and told him where she lived. And the father was there and he had fallen asleep because he worked the night shift and he was trying to stay up, but he always makes sure the door is locked and all that. But somehow the little girl got out. And later, my mom was able to leave that man, lead him to Christ. Isn't that powerful? They talked on the phone and she led him to Jesus Christ. You never know what these encounters are going to bring forth. Number seven, God spoke to Paul, encouraging him before his next encounter. And here's what he told him. He said, and this again is in verse nine through 10. He said, do not be afraid. Keep on speaking, do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack or harm you. I have many people in this city, and we can take those words to heart for ourselves and know that God is no respecter of persons, and what he did for Paul, he also does for us. So be encouraged through God's word and his love for you. Trust in him only as he shows you how to stay balanced in your life. There are going to be things we must let go of and things we must grab hold of. I remember just, you know, oh, this year, as I'm out promoting and T-Zone and uh, branding our organization, and, you know, many people now know about us, but I I found myself going to so many different meetings, uh, so many different sessions, and uh, I felt off balanced again, you know, and it's easy to do. (laughs) And the Lord showed me there was a couple of these meetings I was going to that were wonderful and doing great things in the community to help people. And they would meet on a regular basis and had subcommittees. I was on a committee and and. Each, you know, understanding that each committee or each task you take on uh, is going to take up additional time and effort and you want to give your best and anything I take on, I want to give my best. But when I take on too much, I found myself spread very thin and not able to even enjoy (laughs) what I'm doing. And the Lord said, let that go. You can still be a part of it, 
but you will not be a part of it on a weekly basis. You know, so they keep me abreast. They send me updates. And as they're doing certain activities, I'll go. But I'm not there to help plan or do any of those things any longer. Uh, that organization and another uh, that the Lord said, no, nope, move away. It's time to move away. And again, it's not because it's not they're doing great work, but it's just because God has another direction for me to go. And I felt so good and so relieved when I did that. You know, God has also blessed us with um, uh, an organization that helps save food with restaurants. And so when they worked with these restaurants and instead of them throwing away things, they freeze the food and give it to organizations, nonprofits like myself and others who are helping, you know, to feed other, you know, it would help us to feed our youth or people that we encounter. And so after a couple of years, you know, on a waiting list, they called me and said, hey, we've got McDonald's in your area that will be able to provide you with food. Uh, for your uh, organization, you know, and it, and you know, it, it would might be, you know, a few biscuits, a few sausages, whatever it is. So I was like, okay. And I would start picking up once a week, we had certain bags. And then all of a sudden, I got a call again from the organization saying there's another McDonald's that um, they would like to give to us. And I, and I knew <laughs> I couldn't do two. And I said, thank you so much, but no thank you. Pass that one on to someone else because we don't have the capacity. We already have enough. And uh, I'm grateful to God, to God, you know, showing me, you know, we can't be everything to everybody. We can't do everything. And allowing other people to take advantage of those same resources. And when I called them, I said, hey, I already have a McDonald's that we're getting donations from. She said, no, this is another one. I said, no, ma'am, thank you so very much though, but we we're good. And, you know, we need to get another freezer. And so we're getting one at the church so that we can help with that. And we, it will also help us with uh, the outreach ministry that our church does every Sunday, taking food to people who are in a homeless situation. And they do that every Sunday morning. So they'll be able to take any food that we don't use there. But whatever we do, we want to make sure we're using it in the right way. What about you? Are you using your time and your talents in the right way? Are you balanced? Or do you feel like you're just overwhelmed and overloaded? Take that time out and just spend time with the Lord and ask him to show you what you should be doing and what you need to let go of. And I promise you, he will show you and you will not be sorry. Begin to let some things go to release and then begin to thrive in the areas that he's given you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. That is the very first step you need to take to begin the balancing act in your life. Oh, glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, 
Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. We thank you all so very much for your support and your donations. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.